see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hey. Hey, stranger. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little while. It's It's been a minute, yeah. I think that we've um, started to develop a pattern here of um, skipping several weeks. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, welcome to point, another I... episode <laughs> of In the Stacks with... Barry. LaToya. It's just us. Where's T'Challa? No. <laughs> yeah, he was with me um, earlier in the week for uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving? It was okay. We went to SNS Cafeteria. Oh, okay. One of your usual haunts. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we went. And uh, we had, you know, a nice lunch and then came back home and watched movies. That's cool, I guess. What'd y'all watch for Thanksgiving? So we always watch um, Freebird, Freebird, which is like an animated movie. Um, Owen Wilson is the voice of a turkey. Oh, okay, um, okay. I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we always watch that. And then um, we watched uh, Pacific Rim and wow. Ant-Man and just whatever we felt like watching. That's cool. Yeah. See, I guess you guys had like a big family event, right? Not as big as usual. So, I mean, obviously none of us got to take part in our usual tradition last year because of COVID. Um, This year was just slightly scaled back. So there was about 15 or 16 of us. It was just basically my Mm -hmm. favorite cousins and us. Um, We, of course, had it at my parents' house as usual. And, you know, we all had a really good time. It was nice. And for us, that's small. 15 people is, is small. Um, and yeah, I, it, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's been weird. I've actually, you know, I'm like, I was thinking a few minutes ago, it's like, why is the work week not just, you know, regularly Monday to Wednesday and then the rest of the time it's just off? Because that would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, to always have that many days off each week, that would be really, really awesome. Not realistic. Yeah, but <laughs> well even if i worked you know four or three 12 hour days i'd be yeah. fine with that absolutely that would be cool just getting over and done with because yeah it was it was nice to be off for the the holiday of course and then to know that the next day was actually a weekday that we we're off it's like oh cool so i mean i've been like almost like a day behind because i'm thinking oh today is sunday right and it's like oh no no that still hasn't happened yet so so I'm, I'm I'm really appreciative of this uh this these couple of days off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just finished watching uh, season two of Tiger King. Okay, uh, I have not watched yeah. it yet. Um, was it worth the watch? Um. Well, it's very very different from the first one. I mean, nothing could could ever I think match the madness of that first one. Um. 
so yeah this one is is very different uh it there's like a whole episode that's just about carol baskin's husband and whether or not he is still alive and living in you know mexico having sex with underage girls right because any normal person would think he's still alive okay <laughs> well there are people who claim to have seen him there and who in fact there's somebody who claims he was his driver you know for several years down there hmm. um then there's an episode that's all about you know more more reasons to think carol killed him um okay and joe, i, I buy into that part, <laughs> yeah for the most part joe's in, in jail you know right. so you just hear him on the phone every now and then but the final episode was very interesting because <clears throat> um and i had not heard anything about this in the news but you know the guy who took over joe's zoo mm -hmm. eventually lost it to carol Wow. And so, so him and his, you know, wife uh, decide that they're now on Team Joe, and so they turned over a bunch of evidence uh, showing that they had perjured themselves. Um, but basically, they turned over like an audio recording of him talking to, you know, these federal guys, basically setting up uh, Joe. You know, well, okay. we've got to get, you know, we've got to. We've got to get evidence of him, you know, taking money to harm Carol. And the other guy was like, you know, oh, I can do that. I know somebody who'll take the fall for us. And, you know, we, we can set this up. We can get mm -hmm. him to take the money and say he got it from Joe and all this stuff. And you remember the guy that supposedly Joe hired to kill Carol? Yeah, yeah. Like, supposedly, uh, well, he says now that he was actually working with, you know, the guy who took over the zoo. Okay. And that he was part of that whole thing and that he, in fact, had um, tried to kill Joe. Um, that they had set up um, this thing of like basically razor wire mm -hmm. that was strung up amongst these two trees so that when Joe rode by on his three-wheeler, it would cut his head off. And he <laughs> led Joe's lawyer out into the woods and they found the razor wire exactly where he said it was. Oh my God. And all this kind of stuff. So at the end of the episode, it says that, you know, Joe is readying another appeal and that, you know, the government is not responding because of course they can't comment on an open, mm -hmm. you know, case right. and all this kind of stuff. So huh, I don't know. Very... Maybe Joe will get out. You know, well, but didn't, doesn't Joe like have cancer now or something like that? Like, isn't he trying uh, to leave or get get to be able to leave because he has? I thought I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. I thought I, I read somewhere that Joe Exotic had cancer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recall them talking about that, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention to that part. But um, but yeah, supposedly he's got some young hot guy in Arkansas who wants to marry him now too. So he's oh, okay, to yeah, he was that. diagnosed with prostate cancer. Because I know I have uh, heard something about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, it was it, it, it was okay. I mean, it's it's certainly not as good as the first one. But it's like if you don't have anything, you know, to do, mm -hmm. uh, there were things you could have running, on, running in the background. Well, I mean, yeah. and, like, Joe Exotic, his personality alone carried much of the first season. Just his antics right. and his – and it's like it's just weird to continue – the saga with him in in prison you know yeah and this is this is definitely about all the other 
players mm. much more. Um, it's Joe. Joe's really barely in it. Hmm. And see yeah. that for me, he's the draw. He's the reason why I found the first season so entertaining. Um, yeah. But so I would say, you know, like, like I said, if it's just something you ain't got nothing else to do, just have it on. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's not on the top of my list, but it's, it's, if I see it, I see it. <laughs> yeah. And I've been watching the new uh, Judge Judy show. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's on, uh, it streams on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, it has commercials. But um, I've been watching that. There's a new episode every day. What? So, well, I know you love your Judge Judy. So I do. That's pretty so cool. How is this doing... for? And I was going to say, how is yeah. this format different from her previous show? So um, Bird, who was her you know, bailiff, mm-hmm. going all the way back to her actual days as a judge, she didn't bring Bird with her. Hmm. Um, and Bird, very upset about this. He's given interviews about, you know, he tried to contact her and say, you know, is there some reason why, you know, did I offend you or something? And she just wanted to do something a little different. So they have a new black bailiff. Um, so how is that different? So the the only other option, the only other things that make it different are they have a stenographer in the courtroom now, and okay. so a lot of times Judy will say, you know, read back to me exactly what this person said ten minutes ago, you know, and she'll read it back. And then there's um, somebody sitting next to her that's like basically like um, I guess like a legal clerk. Okay. Um, and she's the person like if Judy says, you know, look up the blue book blue book value, she looks it up. Or somebody says, well, I was at this mechanic shop on that day. You know, she'll ask for the name of the mechanic shop and the clerk will look it up to see if it actually exists Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And then sometimes after the case, the clerk will be back in Judy's office and will, you know, ask her, you know, what things helped you make that decision? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, And, you know, sometimes Judy will say, well, you know, obviously – I agree this person was a terrible person and what they did was wrong, but mm-hmm. legally, legally all that matters is this, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really the same show and the, the little tweaks they've made. Um, I'll be honest with you. I suspect that probably when we hit like season two or three, they'll all go away Okay. because none of them are like essential. They, they just feel like, you know, they're just getting in the way of the show. So I yeah, I mean, the show is good. about Judge Judy. That's all anyone really wants to see. So, right. Huh. But yeah, it's been good. You know, the cases are the same kinds of cases. Um, although they've had a few two-parters already this season that span over two days. Mm-hmm. Have those been so, any yeah. good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Judge Judy. Well, I mean, so you get yeah. left on a cliffhanger for the last, the, that first episode, and then it picks up on the second? Yeah, although usually what I've been doing is I'll let it build up like three, four days, and then yeah. I'll watch like four episodes in a row. Um, I'll just spend like two hours with Judy. So <laughs> yesterday I watched like four episodes, um, and I hadn't watched any since like Monday, you know? Yeah, so I'm I still – I, you know, I think obviously the, the advent of, of Netflix and the streaming services has really, really changed the way I watch TV. I don't want to see stuff that's weekly. I mean, there's a, there's a few shows that I do watch weekly, but the, sometimes I will just make make them pile up. And there's others like um, I watch Succession. I haven't watched an episode this season because I'm just waiting for it to, to get, you know, 
you know, um, compile up on my DVR and then I'll sit and binge the whole thing because I'm like, yeah, right. I don't like what, I don't like the waiting. I, I want to just sit there and spend a mindless day just watching television <laughs> so or yeah, mindless um, night, you know, whatever works. There are some things that I still watch weekly, uh, like Riverdale, I watch weekly and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, you know. I mean, has I that like show not jumped the shark yet? I mean, haven't you had any moments it. that... But yeah, I mean, I've said it before. I mean, that show jumped the shark and fucked it a few weeks, a few seasons ago. Oh, okay, okay. But, um, this season is very interesting because uh, without explanation, mm-hmm. they are no longer in Riverdale. They're in River Vale. Okay. And so there's like a lot of supernatural shit happening um is this so like the whole episode, sabrina is this where sabrina is in this this season or something yeah, so sabrina has not come in yet okay but i mean obviously this is i guess leading to that i mean something somehow the entire uh cast i think has gotten moved over to some like nightmare world or something okay because um i mean there's weird shit happening like uh archie was killed on the first episode Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was murdered in a, a cult killing uh, by Betty, and okay. then in episode two, there's just no Archie; he's not in it. And uh, in episode two, this other cast member sacrifices herself to save her baby, and so I assume she's gone. Um, and there's just all kinds of ghosts and you know spirits running around, and uh, it's it's weird. It sounds weird. I'm actually enjoying this season um, more than the last couple, um, just because I'm I'm genuinely curious what's going on, and I'm looking forward to um, how they're going to work in Sabrina, Mm -hmm. um, and if they're even going to reference the fact that Sabrina is supposed to be dead. You know, so I'm curious how it's all going to go. But is it possible that this timeline or this piece of the timeline happened before she died, or is it distinctly after she's died? No, and and that's what I'm. One of the things I'm wondering is, I see. I wouldn't even surprise. I'd be surprised if they just don't reference the fact that she's dead at all. <laughs> you know, like, oh, here she is. She's gonna help, and then they'll just let us try to figure out. You know, maybe this was set before, or something. Right, right. Hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm enjoying this season. It's it's been interesting. Well, that's cool. Um, I've been watching a few stuff here and there for like a week or two. I watched a Danish series, you know, that had subtitles and all that stuff called Seaside Hotel, which, you know, I have to be in a specific mood to do subtitled shows because, again, it's like you can't be watching it and doing anything else since you have to read the screen. Um, What I did find interesting, I mean, it's like it was a period piece. It's about a seaside hotel and the, the series starts, I think, in 1928. And, you know, I like that kind of or that period. I tend to like um anything victorian forward to about the 30s 40s somewhere in there um i just find very interesting so um it was it i think it has eight seasons it's supposed to come out with another one in 2022 um but it's very much it's very european so the first several seasons only had like seven episodes then it went to six and then this last season was only five episodes um but yeah i inhaled all of it um it's it's been um 
just something nice to kind of chill out to. Um, you know, they do fold in historical events and stuff. So this, there's certainly a big part of it that talks about Hitler and how, you know, how his regime impacts the, the Danes or Danish community or whatever. Um, it's just been, it's been pretty cool. Like I said, it's just one of those things that I fell into because I always seek out period dramas and thought it was really good. So um, I finished watching that. I've just been watching a couple things here and there. Um, I've been reading a bit more, uh, you know, nothing, nothing major. Although yesterday yeah. was an interesting day. Um, <laughs> I got both my booster and my flu shot yesterday. So yeah. my, my arms are still a little sore because I, you know, had them do it one in each. Um, and yeah, the booster is the only one that you can do with your flu shot kind of thing because you know it's less of a dose of the of the vaccine but I was like I just want to get it over and done with so I deliberately chose in this case back Black Friday because you know I'm like if if I'm going to have any kind of reaction to it I want to make sure that I have those days off um instead of having it you know for, you know being forced to take them off because I'm under the weather um but this it's been just like the others um the other shots I've been fine there was no no reaction to the to the booster or anything um like right after i get the vaccine i've kind of a weird taste in my, my mouth for just a couple seconds and then that's it then i'm fine so are you doing a booster i haven't yet i've been thinking about getting one but um because you can mix and match this time so <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. again, from experience, Pfizer has been fine for me. Um, Moderna is the one that often comes with the complications outside of J&J, but, but yeah. When we um, go back to school, um, it's supposed to be now, uh, you know, up to you as to whether or not you want to wear a mask. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that, is... you know, we, we, before we left, they said there was only one active case of COVID in the whole system. So... They yeah, but it's so the question, but it, there's a new variant. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't understand yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, I guess and, it's and like, oh, know. until it becomes an actual problem, they're just going to. Uh, right. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure yet what I'll do if I'll, if I keep wearing the mask. I mean, it is, it is annoying. But yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, what I've been doing is when I'm in the front and I'm lecturing, I kind of have it pulled down under my face. Mm -hmm. And then if I go to a student's desk to help them with anything, I pull it up over my face. Um, you know, so if I'm like within, you know, that six, what is it, six feet or whatever, mm -hmm. um, then I have it up. But if I'm like away from them, then I, you know, pull it down. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually not in a position where I have to wear a mask since I've become very much a recluse. Um, <laughs> I can still go sometimes like two weeks or so without even leaving the house outside of maybe going to get the mail, um, right. which is fine by me considering gas prices at this point. Because um, that that's still just so weird to me that gas is over $3 a gallon. Um, but then again, you know, you think back to, I know that when I was younger and started driving and stuff, you know, gas was like, I think when I first started driving, it was 70, 70 something cents a gallon. I remember it going into the nineties and then when it, the, 
when it became this huge thing that gas had hit over two dollars and then now oh. it's just kind of like <laughs> fuck it you know if you got to get around you got to pay for the gas that's all there is to it so yeah yeah i mean i don't look i don't pay too much attention to it i mean i gotta do it so um you know but i mean i do i, I do get like a discount if i if i get it at ingles with my Ingalls card. So I do usually get my gas there. It saves me about 30 cents on the Well, gallon. I get mine usually at Shell because I'll use my Kroger points um, because you get a dime off at Shell. And because my car, like in the book, it says it likes that you put in um, top tier gas. And so top tier is usually most things except for like marathons or the like Ingalls or Walmart or Kroger gas. So yeah, that's, that's what I do. And I do feel like there's a difference. Like if I don't use the top tier gas, it feels like the gas burns out faster. Um, and again, it's not more expensive gas. It's just, you know, the way it's termed. Um, I guess they do extra things to it that maybe some of the others don't. So so yeah, I'm gonna have to fill yeah. up soon, but I'm just waiting. <laughs> so um, you've already had uh, your birthday and Christmas. Yes, I did. Thanks to you. Um, since you opted not to do any gift wrapping, uh, when I see well, a, you didn't have to open the box. Well, I mean, I didn't know at the time that it was from you because I mean, I've been ordering stuff from Amazon, so it's not like I could determine which box is which. So yeah, I just ripped them things open. And so yes, I appreciate my birthday and Christmas gifts. I ordered your stuff yesterday. I actually also got you two things that are not on your list, but is tied to something on your list. Um, yeah. So when you see stuff just arriving, because I think it's going to be shipped at different times just because of what it is, um, right. you can just enjoy your Christmas throughout the month as things arrive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I could always, you know, have, uh, you know, Julian or Dracnara open them or something. But, <laughs> no, uh, it's all good. No, I mean, okay. it, I think you'll be fine. So, so yeah, I told Kay yesterday, I said, I got Barry some more stuff that wasn't on his list because he's been down lately and I want to buy him, you know, something that makes him smile. So. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, of course. So, yeah. Um. But nothing, not much has been going on with me otherwise. Um, working a lot, still adjusting to the new job. Frustrated most days that I have to do that plus my client work. Um, but it's just a constant, um, just me, just figuring stuff out. Because, I mean, I can't afford not to have my clients. Um, just because, you know, I've... <laughs> Uh, I, I've accrued enough debt over the years that um, my servicing debt is very high. So I'm like, until I'm out from under that, um, which will be in right. 2023, uh, I need to keep pushing. Um, once 20, well, technically, once 2024 hits, I'll be in a very different type of position. So I could almost get away with maybe not having both or just having one or something. So. Yeah, I've got till 2024. Also, I don't, I don't know if I can make it. But, I know, uh, really. Well, I've been forcing myself to 
Um, you know, like it's funny because the the debt management program that I'm in, they send out like, you know, just interesting articles every month or something. And one of the things I saw is like, oh, do you have more debt? You know, you can roll it into your program. I'm like, wait a second, time out. Isn't the whole yeah. point to not be in debt? So like all my credit cards, except for my business business credit card was canceled. And I'm like, wow. I'm I'm not like sure i've been tempted here and there because i'm like oh i want an amex um an another amex and then i want to have a card that gives me points for amazon since i shop there all the time um but i'm like i'm not allowing myself to even do it until i'm done and even when i'm done yeah. i'm i'm only going to do up to two cards i'm not going to do like i used to with like five six so see they're, they're talking about people like me because you know when i started my program i i kept one card out of the ah. <laughs> because I, I knew and there's there would have been no way I could have survived on just my checking oh, and wow. um, so I have you know that one for and I try to keep it under control but mm -hmm. it still has some debt on it you know so several times I've been like you know man you know I'd like to just go and roll that in too but then again I wouldn't have the anything yeah yeah and if something comes up that's really unexpected and I don't have enough to cover it then I'd just be shit out of luck you know, well, I think so. for me, I got I had the benefit of the PPP and the EIDL that kind of compensated for the, you know, for that, because I've as a whole not really noticed or it hasn't really hurt not having a credit card. You know, I'm like, I wish I did just because I don't like to use my debit card for everything. But, right. you know, I'm like, I, I will not, quote unquote, reward myself until I'm out of com consumer debt. So we'll right. see how that works out. So yeah, my last payments in the program are, is on my birthday because my payment date is the 23rd of every month. So it's supposed to be on my birthday in 2023 is my last payment. Um, nice. So we'll see. I mean, I did, I do have one debt that didn't roll into it because it wasn't a credit card or anything like that. When we, I think when we got the, the roof redone, um we took out a loan and so i'm still paying on that one but it's i mean i think it's like it's below 200 dollars a month but i pay 200 just to kind of stay ahead um and finish paying it off early and then of course i'm still paying back, back taxes which is never any fun um, but with the eidl and stuff i paid down most most of it so i'm really only paying like the current tax year and last year um right. to get that paid off so if i continue with the payments the way they are i will finish my tax debt also in 2023 so we'll see nice. well i mean you know it's like 400 dollars a month <laughs> just yeah. to pay on taxes so so yeah i mean that's just i'm looking forward to the period where i don't have to be so wound up by by the finances and stuff like that right. so um, so have you seen the new Ghostbusters movie? No, I haven't. I saw the interview with um, Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd um, that I think they were on Seth Meyer or something. I just happened to catch a couple couple minutes of it. Um, they were saying that they thought it was like really, really good. And I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know how I feel about seeing another one. Um, it, it is excellent. Um, really? Hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I was concerned about the kids, you know, and maybe I would find them annoying, but I actually really like them, especially um, the character Phoebe, 
Um, she was really, really good. Um, but I like the, the whole movie. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you, it sounds like, you know, that the originals, you know, are kind of in part of it. Mm -hmm. So Um, it's, it's Ghostbusters afterlife, right? Right. Yeah. So it's not like the, the female Ghostbusters where it was like a reboot. I mean, right, this and I is, did not watch that at all. So yeah, this is a, the straight on sequel. I mean, they reference things from the previous movies and there's little Easter eggs and stuff. And Paul Rudd is, is great in it. Mm -hmm. um, people sexiest, you know, yeah. I was excited when he was named people sexiest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole movie's really good. I, I thought it was um, excellent. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, so see, I still haven't watched Eternals, and I still obviously haven't watched Ghostbusters, although I still pay for my monthly membership for AMC's uh, A-List, you know, where I can mm. see basically three movies a week. I just, I don't know, I still don't, I don't know, I need to start going back to the theater. I mean, it was a thing that, that I would do with Gwen all the time, but um, she we stopped doing that you know for covid and because we felt like the the theater we go to is kind of crap anyway like the staff doesn't really care about it um so right. i there hasn't been this huge rush to go back to it we we did go and see shang chi there but that's that was it <laughs> since since um i think we the last movie we'd seen prior to that was like onward or something so right. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to see Eternals again, but you know, it won't come on Disney Plus till January. Oh, um, I I could probably wait. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I'd like to watch it again. Um uh Dragnara has not seen it. And mm -hmm. so I keep saying, you know, maybe I'll drag her to see it because she reads all kinds of Marvel fanfic online. Mm -hmm. and, and there's some stuff that happens in Eternals that is genuinely surprising. And, you know, I keep saying, you know, you're going to ruin it reading all this shit online. And, <laughs> you know, so, and she's like, well, it doesn't bother me even if I know how it ends. And I was like, but if something's genuinely surprising, right? you know, you're not going to be surprised if you know. <laughs> so, but anyway. So what else have you been seeing in the theaters and stuff? Or just in general? Um... So, you know, I mean, I, I always watch tons and tons of stuff, but um, I think, you know, Ghostbusters was the last thing I had seen in the theater. Um, oh, I did see Venom and I saw, you know, Eternals and, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. I'm looking forward to the Spider-Man movie. Um, yes, I am too. Uh, I don't I don't think I'm going to go see Encanto until it comes streaming. Me too. Um, I do want to see it, but it's not one that I think I'll see in the theater. You know, nothing, I, I, I've only seen a couple of ads for it. And nothing made me kind of excited, you know. It just um, seemed like it would be, a, it's a, it would be a good movie. Um, but yeah, it's not yeah. one that appeals to me so much that I feel like I've got to go to the theater to see it. Right. Um, you know, so I'll see that at some point. But um, yeah, on, on regular TV, I mean, I've been watching tons of stuff. Um uh, so I, I know what you did last summer finally wrapped up that season. I don't know if there's going to be a season two. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed season one, although when they finally got around to explaining it all in the last episode, there were several parts where I was like, what? What? <laughs> not not even like in the sense that I want to go back and rewatch it to make sense out of it, because it's kind of like, ah. 
I don't know. And then the very last scene, there's something that happens at the very, very end that uh, I had to go online just to see if I did I did I miss something. And everybody else was kind of like, you know, also what the fuck. Okay. Um, basically, it's like somebody who we've seen her dead body for episodes. Uh, I mean, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she opens her eyes at the last moment. And uh, I, I don't even know what to make out of that. I, I don't know. But anyway, um, so if there's a second season, I suppose I'll watch it. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, Star Trek Discovery has started the new season. Mm-hmm. The first episode was awesome. One of my favorite episodes of the series ever. Uh, the second episode was, you know, eh. Um, it's still one of those shows where it's like when it's good, it's like some of the best Trek ever. And when it's bad, um, sometimes I have to really force myself to pay attention to the episode. Um, cause it's like, yeah, I just don't care what, whatever's happening right now. I just don't fucking care. You know? <laughs> um, so there's that, um, I can't even think of all the stuff I usually watch. I'm going through and watching the entire uh, Seinfeld series. Yeah, I've um, thought about doing that because, I mean, obviously I was, I think I was in high school when it stopped, when it came off air. Um, and I only caught a couple of episodes here and there throughout its original run. But yeah, now that we have access to all of them, I've thought about going back and, and just watching it. So, well, you know, I watched it back in the day, but mm-hmm. I didn't watch it religiously. So, um, I'd say maybe, I mean, God, at least half the series I've never seen, you know, uh, but it was on for like nine years, you know, right? Right. Um, so, I'm in season three now because the first two seasons are actually really short. The first season was like a mid season replacement, got it. It was only like six episodes, okay. And then season two is only like 10 or 11 episodes. And so it's not until season three that they start getting like 20 something well, yeah, episodes. Yeah, the American full right. <laughs> seasons. So really yeah. it's like seven seasons and then like a little bit of an eight. Okay. Um, but officially there's nine. Um, well, yeah, I thought about like, doing I mean, that with Seinfeld it. and with Friends because I saw Friends throughout just like episodes here and there, just like with Seinfeld. But um, for whatever reason, my what 12 year old niece, it's her favorite show and she just loves Friends, which I'm like, you're 12, you're not supposed to. <laughs> you know, I'm like, the, just I don't know. But I've thought you know, about going back and watching it. I have a number of students. Um, you know, white high school students, especially, seem to really uh, like Friends. I have several that's like, oh, that's my favorite show. Which is so weird to me. Um, I'm like, for one, it was, you weren't even born when it came out, but okay. Um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm a little bit curious. I'm like, does it really still hold that much of a appeal? Does it really stand up to, you know, time, which is often the case with some of these older shows? Um but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I mean, she's been, it's been like her favorite show since before she was 12. So I think she may have started watching it when she was 10 or 11. Um, but, you know, I always felt like, well, that's not a show a 10 or 11 year old supposed to watch. So, um, but, you know, I don't have any kids. So who am I to say <laughs> what they're supposed to be watching? Um, anyway, so, so yeah, I'm hoping to go back in and, and watch those at some point. 
Yeah. And, you know, the few episodes of it I watched back in the day, and I'm not sure I've ever seen an entire episode. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But the little bits I saw always just seemed stupid, you know, so <laughs> maybe maybe I just never gave it a chance. You know, I mean, it's certainly supposedly a classic, but, um, you know, I decided recently because I never really watched um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, um, I, I did. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch this. And I forced myself to watch the first three episodes. <laughs> and they were just horrible. Well, when you said that you forced yourself, I kind of figured it wasn't going into a good place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were just horrible. They were bad. I mean, it, it was like, you know, the laugh track stuff was just embarrassing. And the humor was stupid. Um, I mean, it's like, and look, I get, because look, look, I love the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. And I know on an intellectual level, the Brady Bunch is a bad show. Right, right. right? So like when you say, oh, I love Saved by the Bell, I get it. That show sucked. Right, but it's a part of your growing up. It's nostalgia. Yeah, this nostalgic thing for it, right? right? All right, but and maybe that's the case with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because that's just a, that's a bad show. (laughs) Maybe it got better after the first three episodes. Because I watched the first one and I was like, okay, you never really judge something based on the pilot. Just the, yeah, yeah. Although yeah, in some cases you're like, well, how the hell did they make it past the pilot when the show right. is that bad? But yeah. So then there's the second one. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then after episode three, though, I'm like, no, I'm not going to keep doing this. <laughs> no, I'm not going to keep doing this. Um, but. You know, so, but I am going through with Seinfeld. I'm enjoying it. Um, I mean, some episodes don't hold up as well as others just mm-hmm. because of the era has changed, you know. Yeah, but um, at least you can relate to it. I mean, you were growing up during that oh, yeah. era. So, oh, yeah, I can. Or an adult, but, yeah. But, like, there's a whole episode about, like, writing checks. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, that just would not be. That, yeah, that, kids that, that nowadays would have no episode. idea. Yeah, they would have yeah. no clue. But well, I was very well. well, I was thinking, you know, and I, we've talked about it before where it's like, there's so many things in my lifetime that we've seen kind of the evolution of. And so it's still so weird to me that things that I grew up with are obsolete, you know, and so kind of like with, you know, well, now that vinyls are making a comeback, but like, you know, with a cassette or a CD, it's like, I don't think my, my niece has ever owned a CD. It's all been digital. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so strange to me because I'm like, I still remember, you know, like going to turtles and buying, um, buying a cassette or whatever. Um, or I remember getting my first CD. I, my dad gave it to me for a Christmas present and it was, I think Mariah Carey's daydream or something, but I still have Mm -hmm. the CD. Um, I still physically have quite a few CDs, which at some point I may just, you know, just get rid of them I don't know but yeah there's a lot of memories attached to it you know of course I'm like you where it's like your favorite artist you have all of their CDs um but yeah it's just so different I mean everything seems to change so quickly now um you know things move into obsolete territory very very fast so yeah I mean I remember you know I remember having eight tracks right and see Um, I fortunately don't have that distinct memory I'm not that old but and I mean, I had 45s and I had, yeah. I had vinyl albums and stuff. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I went into, you know, cassettes, I mean, I remember, I remember buying cassingles. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, I definitely remember when I started buying CDs um, and I remember being very confused at first because, you know, they would say, the, oh, we can fit like the entire Encyclopedia Britannica on a single CD, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm like, so why the fuck am I buying a box set and getting <laughs> six CDs, you know, with like 30 songs? Right. Right. Why, is, why are these not all one, all in one CD? And of course, <laughs> I didn't understand, of course, you know, that sound compression is different than text compression. But mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, I don't understand this. Right. You know, I should be able to get one CD and have everything David Bowie's ever done. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, my my sister is in the process of trying. I think she's working on collecting all of Taylor Swift's LPs. So, you know, which it's not cheap because I think Taylor Swift's last um, release, I think, read Taylor's version um, as well as um, Adele's 30, which I've only heard one song off the album. They're like 50 bucks a pop. I'm like, you have got to be freaking kidding me. There is no way <laughs> that I'm paying $50 for vinyl. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have a record player anyway. So, you know, right. I don't feel like I need to because I'm like, I'm I'm very much like, it. I'll just get it from iTunes or whatever. It's, yeah. I don't need that kind of connection to it. I mean, I know vinyl has a different sound to it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I don't need more stuff to have to, buy and keep up with and i mean i know there are several michael buble albums um on vinyl but yeah no <laughs> no i'm good uh, i think having it, it's kind of like with my gone with the wind stuff the fact that i have the movie in cassette form i still have the vhs and then i have the dvds and you know i'm keeping them both just because of you know nostalgia but um yeah i don't feel the need to own something in like 10 different formats no i'm yeah. good yeah i mean of course you know i mean all the I, i'm i'm a part of different kiss groups now and stuff you mm-hmm. know and <laughs> or, you know they're all into the the vinyl and kiss is one of those groups that when they re-release things on vinyl or put things out on vinyl they they do it in like multiple formats mm. so like you can buy um you know destroyer in hot pink where the vinyl is actually pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or you can get it in blue or green or whatever, you know, and, and some of these guys will buy multiple colors. It's, but what's the, colors. the point? They sound, the, they have, pressed it the same. It's just different colors. Just to have them all, you know? Um, and, you know, it's like, they just released destroyer 45, mm-hmm. which is like a remastered version of the destroyer album. And so some of these guys on the podcast, you're know, like, they have the original LP, they have it on, you know, CD. They have it now on the 45. They have like, you know, the Japanese version, which is the <laughs> same American version, but has a different cover. Okay. Um, I know sometimes with the Japanese versions, they'll have a different track or the, the B-side's right. different or, you know, something like that. They'll mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, some of these people are like really into it and I just, yeah, I can't. I'm not, I, I don't think I'll ever buy another album on vinyl. I mean, I'm just not. Yeah, I just, yeah. Because I mean, again, it's one of those things where it's like, you feel, if you have a record player, you're going to feel the need to have records, not just a record to play on it. And again, it's right. not something cheap to get into. I, and again, it's just, sometimes it's just funny when you think about the fact that we're kind of going backwards. You know, it's like records 
to me serve their purpose and we've moved on from that technology but the thing is is that the people who are buying them all up i'm like you weren't even alive during the heyday of of lps in some cases so i don't know it, uh, yeah i have no desire for an lp uh, or a, um or a record player at all so yeah i mean i i certainly do not uh, there's enough <laughs> things that i'm into and that i collect i don't that is to. that is costly on its own that yes. you don't need to have I, this one too exactly because <laughs> um i'm still bad enough even though i read almost everything um comic book wise digitally now mm -hmm. um sometimes i still buy after i've read it when it comes out in like a collected edition i'll buy the print version mm -hmm. you know so i can have it but i mean and that to me, want, even though i could read it whenever i want yeah but on still it makes phone. sense yeah because with I the guess. comics thing it's still you know you want to have that physical feel of, i don't know but, but i get it i don't think that's weird that you wait and then collect them all and yeah no i don't think that's weird at all yeah but in a way i'm paying for it twice though yeah but I'm you can't really <laughs> allow yourself to think about that <laughs> so i don't I'll, I'll go back and look at my wish list and go oh, you know what you know what i can take this off let me just take this off because i can read it whenever i want it's on my phone it's like no, you know, no, it's it's different. Why, why am I on eBay spending two hundred dollars to get this full set when I have <laughs> it on my phone? I didn't I pay anything close it. to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's cool, I guess. Um, so, uh, recently I noticed that you decided to delete your uh, website. Um, have you yeah, given that bad. any reconsideration? Okay, good, because I told you you were crazy <laughs> for doing it. It's it's back, but um, it's much more stripped down than it was. Um, okay. You didn't delete the so, content. You just hid stuff. Uh, no, no. I deleted all the content. Oh so um, so it's back, but uh, there's only been like three posts uh, on it. But um, yeah, I like this better. It's, it's, uh, it's smaller. Uh, I haven't added back the uh, in the stacks page yet. I need to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so you did I two like posts in one day and then um, one today. Yeah, I'm going to and it's going to be all focused just on my writing because I had gotten kind of gotten off on all kinds of tangents. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you look at the about page, you know, there's a picture of me now. And. Um, so and why I did you get rid of the con like the 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 content that was actually based on like your writings and stuff? Why did you get rid of all that, too? Why didn't you put those back? Because once you delete it, it's gone. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's just so weird um, to me not, to just delete Yeah, no. I hide stuff, yeah. but I don't just, I, I'm bad about it. Well, the time I wanted my, my $96 back, and, mm -hmm. uh, and they gave it back to me. Um, but then, you know, I decided to bring it back. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's going to be much more stripped down now. And um, so, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it now. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, definitely different from before. Oh, yeah. And uh, under the about page, under the what people say, I had, I've had i had three famous people give me quotes, and that's mm -hmm. exactly how many spots there were on the thing. <laughs> yeah. So it, it worked very well. Yeah, so it is back. Well, I am um, glad, because again, I was like, you are not, you're going to regret pulling it down. But 
I mean, because I mean, I still have my site. I haven't posted in quite some time, but I'm like, I just leave it there. It's not getting in anybody's way or doing anything. So, you know. Yeah, it was kind of funny because when I got rid of of my site, the only thing that was left in my dashboard was like your site. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I knew you deleted your site because I got an email and said, you know, it said, oh, this this site has been removed or whatever. I was like, what the hell? Um, cause you know, yeah, we, I think we'd put each other on our sites like years and years ago. So, so that's the only reason, cause you know, it's not like I look at the website in general or look at anything in general. Um, but, but yeah, so I'm glad that you decided to come back and at least rework the concept. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I, I just decided, you know, because when I when I would Google myself, of course, you know, a, a lot of things would pop up for my website. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I was like, yeah, I guess I should, you know, leave that on there. So, mm. so uh, your email is Latoya Davidson at Gmail. Really? You're just putting it on blast like that? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, everybody wants to contact you. Yeah, right. But that's my personal email address. <laughs> but but yeah, and since I'm way too lazy to edit this part out, um, yes, that is that is my uh, email address. So mine is barryreesepulp at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I have no fear of people having my email address. Okay. It's not so much a fear. It's that I've had the email address so long since Gmail was in beta that, you know, it's also with age comes all sorts of spam and crap, you know, so... So I don't need more stuff. I spent two days last week, almost two full days, going through the thousands of emails that had accumula uh, accumulated over my 18 email accounts. So, wow. yeah, well, I mean, you know, a lot of them are, or part of them are for my, like, employer and my clients and that kind of stuff. So I have independent email addresses that belong with them. And then I have other email addresses that I've just kind of collected over the years that I just have. So in most cases, some of the ancillary email addresses I don't actually use for any purpose at all. And so, yeah, now my uh, email life is, is a bit better. I only have about 150 emails across everything um, to go through and most of it is actionable stuff. So it's gonna take me a little while to get through it. But, but yeah, I have a lot of email addresses. <laughs> But I do yeah. use them for different purposes. So like I have one that's specifically for like subscriptions or medical or, you know, that kind of thing. So or social. So now that I've given them purpose, then, you know, it doesn't feel so bad carrying them all around. So I just have my work one. I have my personal one. And then I have uh, one for my Risa job. Mm -hmm. um, so I have like two work ones and a personal. And mm -hmm. then I still have my Yahoo yeah, I figured you would. I, I still have my Yahoo. I just don't use it for anything. Yeah. And I, that one is, I just kind of keep around because it's still tied to like a few different things that I mm -hmm. have around. Um, but nobody ever emails me on it. It's just spam generally. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I get in mind. But it's like still tied to like my, uh, my Apple account and stuff. And it's just too much trouble <laughs> for me to change it. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, I changed yeah. my Apple ID from mine used to be my Gmail address. 
And then I changed it and they're like, you know, look, if you change this, you'll never be able to go back to using your Gmail. I was like, that's fine. Cause I needed that distinction in my mind. So I just tied it to my iCloud email address. Cause I'm like, you know, if it's Apple, I just want it to be universally Apple. I don't want the mixing of Gmail and blah, blah, blah. So see, I have two Apple addresses because I, I was using Apple's or Mac's so early on that they used to have uh, this product called iWeb. It was their, you know, website builder. Um, and when they converted themselves from like the dot Mac or Mac.com emails to the me or the iCloud, if you had one of the older ones, you had to get a different one to move into the future kind of thing with uh, with Apple. So I still, you know, b- both of them are active, but I don't use them for anything except for collecting, you know, my Apple receipts or something, but um, that's it. Right. I don't use them for anything. So um, I don't know if we actually talked about it on the show, but we're actually changing the the scheduling. Yes. Yes, we are. D- oh, did you want me to talk about it? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, you know, for the one or two people who might care, um, <laughs> you know, it might be, might be a new schedule for them to be looking for episodes, you know. Yes. So we decided, obviously, or I guess I go to Barry into this, um, since we've not been as um, good about recording weekly, that, um, you know, it is Saturdays after all that we do record the shows, not Thursdays anymore. Um that we just maybe go to a once a month format. So every every season will have 12 episodes, but it'll obviously be just being a calendar year of 12 episodes. So we're going to finish out this season, um, but we're going to adopt the monthly format from now. <laughs> so, so yeah. Right. I think we're right. right now we're in episode seven of season 14. <laughs> Wow, just seven? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, for okay. a season that started in June. Um, yeah, we're only in episode seven. Wow. Yeah, it feels like we've done a lot more than seven episodes. Nope. <laughs> Maybe it's that you wanted to have done more than seven episodes, but no, it's just been seven. So okay. definitely, I guess, be on the lookout for episodes to drop once a month on the second Saturday of the month. That'll begin yeah. as of episode eight. So in December. Yes. And that would be the 11th, December 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the semester is almost over. Uh, yeah. How's it, school. how's it been? I mean, I know we've talked about it here and there, but we've talked so infrequently well, on the show, um, how have you liked or disliked this semester so far? Overall, it's been a good semester. I mean, I've loved um, my AP Lit classes. My ninth grade class has been really frustrating, but um, that's <laughs> usual. Now, right, next, right. Next semester will be um, intriguing because um, my AP Lit classes will both be inclusion Mm-hmm. Um, which that'll be the first time that AP has been offered, you know, in an inclusion setting. Hmm. So that'll be interesting to mm-hmm. see how that works. Uh, inclusion is what used to be called like special ed mainstreaming. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. will be very interesting. 
Yeah, because every senior has to take AP now. So. Why? That's not how AP works. <laughs> they have, so they people, have to take AP? Yeah, Usually so back people, in my day, if you were smart enough to take AP, you took AP and you couldn't just pick it to pick it. Like your counselor would have to be, you know, be like, okay, I'll put you in this course. But no, right. it was never a, you know, free for all or anything like that. So people above my pay grade mm -hmm. uh, have made this decision. Um, and uh, the thinking is, is that if you raise the rigor that students will raise their academic performance to meet that challenge. Right, because that happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> that is the thinking. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. That thinking is very flawed, but all right. And, uh, you know, I would, uh, far be it from me to challenge that rationale. But, I mean, um, I don't get it, though. It's like, if you want it to be more challenging and stuff, raise the level of the regular classes and still make AP what AP is. Not everybody is meant to take AP. I think of taking AP classes in high school as you wanting to overachieve. Um, right. And to put everybody on the same playing field in an AP class, I think it dilutes what the meaning of it is. It just, I, no, no, yeah. I would hate and it. And it is certainly <laughs> um, more challenging for some students, um, mm -hmm. you know, than other students. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, if you, you know, for instance, this semester, I mean, I have a student in one of my classes with a Lexile level of 700, wow. which means that they're reading on like a sixth or seventh grade level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they are really, at this point, they're, they're badly failing mm -hmm. um, AP. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is a challenge. I don't know how parents were sold that idea of making AP or if any parents were involved in the process, but I just. They were told. So, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. No. There's really no PTA or anything like that anymore. Really? Um, yeah, that doesn't really exist. Um, Jeez, in I some schools, they have like a school council. Mm -hmm. um, but the closest that like we have at my school is the uh, local school governance team, which does have two parents on it. Okay. Um, but there's there's not like an old PTA kind of thing. That doesn't happen anymore. Wow. It's yeah. just so weird. I just, yeah. I mean, I'm still, I'm certainly, I, I still appreciate the fact that I did not have children um, because I don't know, it's changed so much and the, it's just, I, I mean, I guess we're just old fogies for saying it, but you know, it's like this generation is just so, I don't know. No, they, it, it feels like in some cases they want things to be easy um, if it's difficult or challenging, they don't have the time for it. Um, they don't have the same work ethic or in some cases, intelligence. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's scary. I mean, in some ways they're, they're a lot more woke than maybe we were. And certainly when it comes to big issues like climate change, that kind of thing. But I feel like there's, they've lost a lot to gain that. So, yeah, I, don't, I, don't know. I mean, you would know more directly since you teach the minds of tomorrow. So, so.
um, you know, it is it is di- very different, mm-hmm. um, very different. And but, you know, the parents are different, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, my parents, if I were doing badly in class and I, if I if, if my teacher had called home to complain about something I was doing, I mean, my parents would have been embarrassed. Yes, exactly. And I would have heard a lot about that. You know, um, they would have been terribly embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it's not the case. Now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of times um, these days, you know, I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah, there's nothing I can do either. That kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were definitely and, you know, back, back in my day. Time. I mean, my parents would have been like, there's a lot I can do. I can exactly. take away this, I can take away that. Or I, can I can beat that ass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was always, yeah, it was the kind of the fear of of disappointing your your parents. I know for a long time, when uh, T'Challa was younger, you'd tell him, you know, like, the, the way to kind of get to him is to say that you were disappointed in him. Um, but yeah. that doesn't work with kids now. <laughs> Just, they don't care. You know, up until, um, up until like the, the ninth grade class this year, uh, it still would work sometimes in the class setting. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, I, I remember sometimes thinking, you know, man, I might make all these kids cry, you know, um, when I would say something like, you know, you really disappointed me. Mm-hmm. You know, I believed in you. And I guess that was wrong of me. And, and sometimes you know, it would be so quiet in that class, you know, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and that's when inside internally, I'm like, yeah, this is fucking working hmm as it should you right, lean right. Into it, right you lean into it but yet now with like some of the ninth graders you know i'll i'll go off on that kind of thing and they'll just look at me yeah like, okay well i mean it <laughs> feels almost as if like now kids going to school is just okay it's just what you do but there's no incentive or no drive to to be better or to do better um that they're like yeah this is just something i have to do and you know i deal with it and whatever then you've got the parents who are like you know where they don't want to be hands-on with the kids they expect the school to take care of it and vice versa you know so again i don't know how you do it i would have lost my sanity ages ago yeah there was that one parent i called one time and i said you know i said yeah you know he's very rude in class he, he doesn't show any respect and blah, blah blah and they were like you know that sounds like a you problem wow yeah <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Well, I was hoping maybe it'd be a be an all of us problem. <laughs> well, I mean, I would like to believe that that parent is also dealing with the same issues with that child. So yeah, yeah, um, and I, you know, and I, I'm sure, yeah, there's issues at home too, you know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, having grown up in a in a family or a setting where you know we always had dinner together, our family always ate together. Right. Um, you know, we always had once we got home from school we always had to do homework first before we were able to do anything else um and that yeah our grades and what how we represented them in public um was important um yeah and i just don't feel that sense anymore um which is really sad because i'm like it just I, i don't know i know it makes us old but um i don't see that we've really changed for the better um you know and certainly social media has had a huge impact on that as well um 
so yeah i mean fortunately fortunately for us we didn't necessarily have the same kinds of uh issues to deal with or at least it was on a smaller scale i mean if we were getting picked on or something like that yeah but it wasn't announced across social networks you know um it just i know it's in some ways harder for them but the fact that they seem so apathetic um or can be very apathetic about it is just discouraging so mm. yeah so how much longer do you think you're going to teach <laughs> uh so i'm wanting to teach um at least another um at least another 12 years oh wow okay um but maybe 14 jeez um, well you know 14 years will take me to 62 mm-hmm. um so I'd be able to retire with uh, Social Security. And, you know, I would have been teaching at that point for like 16, 17 years. Um, so hmm. about 19 years, actually. So I'd be able to get, you know, money from teachers retirement. too. Right, right. Yeah, I'm still just really weirded out by the fact that I'm like, okay, at 40, I still have at least another 25 years or something to work um yeah there's nothing See, everybody in my family that. dies in their 70s so right I'm so I knew, right i knew yeah i knew that was the case but yeah. the idea of having kind of this rigmarole row for another couple of decades is just like i just i don't know i don't even know so that's why it's important to not be in so much debt and all that so that when I decide that I want to do less, I don't have to be like, oh my God, I can't because I've got all these bills to take care of. So yeah, I don't know. By the time I'm done, I think I'll, I will be finished with my, my mortgage, assuming I don't like do a refi or take out any equity or anything like that. But yeah, 60, 65 is an awful long way away. <laughs> it is. But that's why I'm going for 62. Mm-hmm. It's three years sooner. <laughs> well, yes, it is. But I mean, I, I will get some teacher's retirement um, because I was vested. But, you know, I don't think yeah. it's going to be a huge amount. And, you know, I still don't know whether or not there's going to be any kind of Social Security by the time I get there. Um, I mean, considering how much debt we're the U.S. <laughs> has taken on in the past several years. I, I well, don't. I think it'll still be there, but I am worried that before I reach 62, that they'll push back the age. Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid that they'll push back, you know, that first initial one, maybe as far as 67. Jeez. Um, yeah, that's... And that would be an extra five years I'd have to work. Yeah. That. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. And another five years, I'd be closer to being dead. Right. Um, so you'd only have but... like five years to enjoy that. I know that's what I'm thinking, and uh, yeah, that's not good for me. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right. Yeah. Well, so anything else before we wrap up this episode? No, I don't guess so. Um, so we'll be back in December. Weeks? Yeah, December 11th. So something like that. Yeah, two okay. weeks. All right. Well, we'll see if we can manage format. this new schedule. Yeah. Well, I know, really. Um, I, I figured that I'm like, if it's only happening once a month, I can at least commit to once a month um, on a Saturday. Because, you know, typically on Saturdays, we want to schedule stuff to do, you know, and um, or 
attempt to sleep in. I can't sleep in anymore, but um, I think it's all the meds that I'm on. I it doesn't let me sleep in late, which is kind of mm. kind of sucks. But um, but yeah, once once a month should be good. All right, all right, guys. It was a uh, good being here again. We'll be back soon. Until then, you know, um, make sure you wrap your pecker if you're gonna be fucking anybody new. Um, you know, keep your mask on. Um, hmm. You know, just be careful out there. All right. Yep. Be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs>